Okay, so now, wait, take the. A mother, a mother Ayala. <laughs> she said, don't say <laughs> First of all, every time Ayala laughed, I had to laugh. Ayala has like one of those laughs where you can't not laugh with her. Like you, she was you are dying compelled. laughing. You are compelled to <sighs> laugh with her. Like you, you, you can't not. <laughs> all right. So, uh, oh, wait. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. That's right. Jesus' actions and interactions reflected that women are dignified, worthy, and qualified to walk in the glory that he placed before us. Jesus saw that in each and every woman, and that is the intention we build upon in this space. Here on Michelle Obama's internet, which by the way, if you don't know, <laughs> Michelle Obama's podcast is out now, and the first episode is out, and she is uh, interviewing our forever president. Yes. Lady, interviewing our forever president. I'm very excited to listen. In fact, you know what? This episode is sponsored by Michelle Obama's podcast. So please make sure you go to you go to Spotify where you can also find the Mary and Martha podcast she and tune in to Mary Michelle Martha Obama's podcast. Said that she's like, who? <laughs> who are they? They said they were your nieces, but of, who, of whom are you speaking? So find us every us Mary and Martha podcast every Thursday on Instagram. Um, every Thursday <laughs> on your podcasting app. Sorry. Um, I'm just caught up with Michelle Obama. We also are on Instagram and y'all, we've been uh, popping on Instagram lately. Blue, blue, um, blue. Also send us some, oh, you did the same. I did. I'm proud of you. Oh, look at that. Cause y'all, cause y'all know that Christina is the one that posts on Instagram. She I mean, be over here. Keisha's about to start giving me content, so it's, it's okay. I am. <laughs> I'm still not going to be the one pressing send. We have a plan. We have a plan. So, or you can email us at marymarthapodcast at gmail.com. Remember to like and subscribe. So I have a church announcement. Can I say my church announcement? Yes, you may. This episode is called Keisha Chose to Talk About Love <laughs> because in this episode, Keisha herself actually said, I want to talk about love. I was shocked and for those of you all who have been listening knows that this is not normally Keisha's favorite topic so I can't wait to hear what she's gonna say, and tell I know what she gonna say. about these lies fairy tales and fallacies because <laughs> it, it's not that I don't like talking about love I specifically don't like talking about relationships I said that over and over and over. Well, this episode, we're talking about that. So, blue, 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 blue. Talking about love, <laughs> relationships. <laughs> but I do have a church announcement myself, too. <laughs> about about relationships? Okay. <laughs> I've been married for five years this coming Yay! Saturday. So. Hey. ba 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 Me and the boo. <laughs> been married for five years. And mm. we have... Made a baby. Out yes. Of That's correct. For those of you who are unaware, me and the boo have, um, we've not been together since high school, but we were high school sweethearts. So we've known each other 
now for uh, 21 years. Jesus. Right. Um, so yeah, five years, five years. Ooh, child. I feel like, I feel like we just got married yesterday. Like, I'm like, where'd yeah. the time go? But then I stood up today and my back hurt and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's where, where it is. Went. <laughs> it's in my back. <laughs> well, congratulations oh, yes. on your fifth year of marriage. You are half a decade in. All right. You should, feel, you should feel wiser and like. I feel like I don't know nothing because, you know, when you have a yeah. baby, like it throws this whole new complexity into the relationship. And so now I'm like, I don't know nothing. Oh, yeah. You learn everything <laughs> all over again. Mm. Yep. Starting from square one. <laughs> oh, well. Start. Go ahead and, and start from that bottom. <laughs> start from, start from the bottom, from the bottom. With a baby. <laughs> start from the bottom with a baby. All right. Now we're here. Let's go to our Mary or Martha moment of the week. Talk to me about your Mary or Martha moment, sis. So I have one in my mind. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. So this weekend I did the convening, which is Howard University School of Education, yeah. Black Women in hey, Education. And it was looking hella cute. Thanks. Looking hella cute. <laughs> Thank you. I was in my little rare uh, dress. Oh, Lord. So no, for those of you who can't see you, <laughs> people can't see you doing that. <laughs> so for those of you guys who did not tune in, um, Mother Ayala Vanzant uh, did the keynote, and I am normally not an Ayala Vanzant stand, but let me tell you something. She uh, got all of our lives together. She fixed it, not with Band-Aids, but with uh, sutures and uh, staples. So Christina had me listen. My favorite part of what she said is at the very beginning, she was like, so I know this is a professional space and y'all don't really talk about God, but I can't separate the spirit from who I am. So yeah. I'm going to start with the scripture. <laughs> so you better bring the Lord on in. You better. Now I do, I, I will say, I, I think I haven't really heard her talk to professional black women in that way before. Mm-hmm. Normally it's people whose lives are in shambles. So right. I yeah did really appreciate her message because I felt like it was what I needed and what my spirit needed um, as a professional black woman. Yeah, that's great. And yours is good too. Yours is really good friend. My braid that fell out. I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I was saying thank you. Rubbing on my hair. Maybe I should stop doing that. Um, So, yes. Y'all, we a mess this episode. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> but it's okay. We are gonna bring it back together. So, Keisha, what was your Mary Martha, Mary Martha moment? So, okay, I have been working towards this kind of day. So, mm-hmm. the way that my week works is, um, I, you know, as, as y'all know, I've been going back into the office. Mm. That has not. It's been very, very hard to manage. Um, and I don't know if I told y'all, but I. I had to speak up for myself and I had to say, Hey, this is not working. I need to have days where I work from home just because like the coordination of it. Um, the fact that, you know, I'm leaning on, you know, my mom who's Mm -hmm. waiting to hear back if she's going back to work at the school. Um, and just making sure that, you know, my daughter is good. Yeah. I need to modify. And so, um, I talked to, um, my supervisor and she was willing to do it. Um, and so I work from home two days a week now. Good. And, uh, my goal, um, has been that on the, 
so on Wednesdays, we have like all staff meetings. So we have a bunch of staff mm-hmm. meetings. We go over things in the firm, everything like that. And my goal was such that the only thing that I do on Wednesdays is those meetings because they're, they're just so draining. You know, yeah. when you sit in a meeting for a long time, it is just very, very draining. Mm-hmm. And so my goal was to do be productive enough during the week such that Wednesdays, like all I'm doing is participating in those meetings. Mm-hmm. And then the time in between those meetings, I'm really getting the opportunity to just kind of decompress. Yeah. Okay. Um, and today I got to see what that would look like. So today was a little unique in that I had to do a telephone hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, how, are, how was that? Uh, it was weird, but it worked. <laughs> there was <laughs> somebody else who was like for another case and he was like, I'm sorry, Judge. My hearing aid is not working very well. Can you repeat what you said, Judge? (laughs) Oh, God bless the elderly. (laughs) We got through it. Um, And the hearing was successful for my client. So she was really, really happy. I found found the perfect piece of case law like five minutes before we started. Oh, that's how it always happens. Always, always. (laughs) So, um, but I got to see what a day like today would look like, like just to do those meetings. And so mm. while it was still draining to do those meetings, because I didn't have to be rushing to do work in between the meetings, mm-hmm. um, I felt kind of, I felt restored between the first long meeting and the second long meeting. So Good. I was able to be more present and I felt like I had more energy and things like that. So, and then once those meetings were over, I got to just spend time with Marley. So I felt good about that. And I well, felt you had really a strategy good at, going. Yes. In. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because remember, as I told you, like I've had to kind of shift the way I work now that I'm a mom. Like yeah. it just, it, it, it just can't go the same way it's been going. Um, and so I feel like I'm kind of hitting a stride again. So mm-hmm. thank the Lord for that. Okay. Man, and when she starts walking, and then you'll be like, "Never mind, just right over, (laughs) (laughs) all over again." (laughs) By the way, uh, she's she's sitting up. Oh my gosh! I am at the same time excited and wholly devastated. I can't believe that she's six months next week, and I. She's like, I'm grown. I don't even know know what's happening. Anyway, do my own thing. Um, Bye. (laughs) Okay. So let's slide right into the group chat. All right. Yes. As Christina <laughs> said, y'all, I am choosing to speak about love today. <laughs> um, so there's a couple of things that kind of motivated, inspired this episode. One is I really enjoyed our conversation from last week mm-hmm. about what love requires. Um, and two, my five-year anniversary is on Saturday. And so I have been in a very contemplative mood. Um, and also August, in addition to it being my anniversary month, is also my birthday month. And mm-hmm. I'm 35 in August. Oh, wow. Um, and I just have been in a really contemplative mood. Like, I've really been thinking, like, like is the way my life going the way I intended to go right now? Like, am mm-hmm. I putting my all into the things that God has placed before me? And like, what does love require at this stage of my life? And so since I was in the mm. mindset of love, I kind of decided I wanted to continue that conversation to talk a little bit more about what love requires, but mm. in like a little bit of a different sense. So I just want to start with a little anchor scripture, the one that we all know about, first one, <laughs> 13. Um, but I want to focus on 8 through 13. Of course, reading out of our favorite version, CSB. 
CSV. Love never ends, but as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will come to an end. Mm. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a woman, <clears throat> I put aside <laughs> childish things. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully as I am fully known. Now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Hmm. I want to focus on verse 13 and the greatest of these, which is love. Uh, when we talk about love, I think that we have so many ideas of what love is. Mm. Um, I think society teaches us about superficial love, mm -hmm. love that's based on look, love that's based on body type, love that's based on intelligence. Oh my God, I love him. His brain is <laughs> so impressive. Oh my God, I love her. She's so fine. Mm -hmm. um, love based on utility. Oh my God, I love you because of what you do for me. Yep. Um, and that is, you know, something that a lot of women, unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, are subject to. Or what you can give to me financially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, conversely, a lot of men are subject to, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I love you because of what you buy me and how, yeah. you, how you spoil me, you know, all those kind mm -hmm. of things. And so I think that when we started the conversation, when Christina started the conversation last week about what love requires, um, I thought that it was just so great that you focused on something that was much more introspective about, mm. in terms of what love requires. It came from something that was internal to something that was expressed externally. And so um, when I got to thinking about love and what it requires, I thought that first we need to anchor ourselves in the greatest example of love. Mm -hmm. And so um, I want to take us to the next scripture, which is John 15. Um, and I'm going to be reading verses 9 through 17. Jesus is speaking here. As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Mm, there goes joy again. Mm -hmm. This is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this to lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. If I do not call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing, I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything I've heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit and that your fruit should remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give you. Mm. That This is what I command you. Love one another. The greatest example of love that we have is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Why? Because as he said, and as we know, he laid down his life for us. Now look, mm. just, let me just stick a pin here and just <laughs> talk about this little thing where he said about no greater love has this 
than the one who laid down his life for his friends. Oh, you know. are correct, Jesus. Um, <laughs> because that's that top shelf love. I mean, honestly and truly, that's that unaffordable love. <laughs> like, <laughs> that special back. occasion love. <laughs> that's that once every 10 years type of love. Like you, that's that anniversary kind of love. <laughs> that's that 50 year anniversary type oh, of love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'd like, have been through wars. Like, like that level of love heretofore mm-hmm. unseen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Henceforth and such forth. Look, what Jesus did for us is just incomparable. Yeah. It's the type of love that nobody, um, I, I think the closest we get to it is like people who go to war and, you know, mm-hmm. sacrifice their lives for our liberties and that kind of stuff. Um, but the truth is, is that no man has ever lived and decided, chose to go up and sacrifice his life, knowing that he was blameless, knowing that he was without sin, knowing that the world was blameful, knowing that the world was full of sin Mm -hmm. and decided to sacrifice himself for us, us who can be ungrateful, us Mm. who can uh, be graceless, us who can be unforgiving. And he still gave his life for us. It is the greatest Mm single greatest example of love and the and i'm not even telling us you know that you you don't need to i'm not telling you to go out and give your life for someone because (laughs) if i'm being perfectly honest the only person that i'm really willing to do that for right now is marley somebody asked me the other day um what so what's it like what's motherhood like and i was like you know that's a really loaded question like you (laughs) you can just be like hey hey girl how you doing what's motherhood like and like i'm gonna just give you like this real quick synopsis of the past six months of my life not even the past six months the past 16 months because there was also pregnancy mm-hmm. and as soon as i found out i was pregnant i was a mom in my head um <laughs> but that being said so i figured i figured out like how to in very short explain what it's like to be a mother and i mm-hmm. said there's only one person on this earth i am willing to kill for and that i'm willing to die for and that is marley aziza morgan mm-hmm young love of my life right (laughs) like i love joseph but i'm not running into traffic for joseph but if marley's car seat is in traffic i am swan diving into oncoming traffic to get her out of danger's way Mm -hmm. right um that is the same kind of love that jesus gave for us like Mm -hmm. he he it wasn't like a he didn't say to himself these people don't deserve it so i'm not going to give it yep he didn't even go up on the cross like, oh, man, I guess I can get up here and do this thing or whatever. Like, he yeah. was like, I am going to sacrifice myself. It was a willing right. type of sacrificial love. And that is what the example of Jesus is. It's that love is about self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Godly love is about self-sacrifice. Yeah, what can I give to you? How can I serve you? What is it that you need? And I know we hate doing that sometimes Mm -hmm. because you know our society is very self-focused sometimes you need to say okay I'm gonna take this you know the this next two hours and be selfish and just do what I need to do but overall we need to learn how to serve those people around us whether they're your friends people you're in relationship with your kids Mm -hmm. like that's what Jesus did and I also Christina I just want us to be careful about our language right because Mm -hmm if I have to take two hours to get something that needs to be done for me, 
that's not selfish. Right. That's it's responsible. not. It's not. That's responsible. Putting my mask but that, on. But that being said, like if, <clears throat> if I know that I'm needed somewhere and I don't feel like putting forth the effort, I'm not willing to go the extra mile for something, for someone that I love, you have to ask yourself, am I giving what love requires? Yeah. So last week you asked the pointed question, what does love require? And this week, I want us to start asking ourselves, am I giving mm. what love requires? And what love requires, what godly love requires is self-sacrifice. Yep. What do we mean by self-sacrifice? What are you willing to sacrifice to show your love? Take a, mm. take a life audit. Are you willing to sacrifice things like your alone time? Huh. If you say you want to be married and you love being alone <laughs> and you decide to love someone and to marry them, are you willing to sacrifice your alone time? Because mm. if you're not, you're not willing to give what love requires because you don't get all the alone time you want to. No, you don't. <laughs> Once no, you you're don't. married and you for sure. What is alone time as a parent? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Ain't no. And and let me tell you, whatever you really hold on to, especially in marriage, your spouse is going to do the opposite just to touch Mm -hmm. you. So, for example, Jason loves his alone time. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And yesterday I literally sat in his face and stared at him and told him I wanted 10 minutes of uninterrupted eye contact just because I knew I was getting on his nerves. But I was like, I want to be with you. And he's like, oh, my gosh. But like you're the people who you are in relationship with will test Mm -hmm those things for you so you have to really make sure if you love them whether they're friends or romantic partners you are willing to be uncomfortable for their comfort well because the other thing is that those who love us and those that we love will be a mirror Mm -hmm. and so they're going to hold up the mirror to us and we're going to have to ask ourselves is what is looking back at me in the mirror is that the person that is required of me in this moment in my Mm. life, right? And so not just alone time, are you willing to give up your desire to always show that you're right? And Mm. I'm not, these are not just relationship contexts. Let's say that you have an argument, you have an argument with your friend. When you look at that friend and you look at that relationship, if you say, I value this friend and I value this relationship and this friend cannot move on until I apologize, but I think I'm right. Mm. Why should I apologize? Like, are you willing to sacrifice your, I'm the one that's right. And so I shouldn't have to apologize mm. in order to honor the love that this friend needs from you. Yeah. Are you willing to do what's required to show love? Let's so go necessary. on to the next one. Are you willing to sacrifice your job performance? This one is for the people. I mean, I I have personal experience with this one, but it doesn't have to be like as a parent, but like an easy example is that when you become a parent, you now have to change the way you function with your time. And so um, I was just talking to Christina about this. There's a difference between work integrity and work performance. Mm -hmm. Work integrity says that I'm going to do the best I can with the time that I have. Work performance is like somebody else says you have to do um, eight of these this week 
or else you're a poor performer. Work integrity says I only have the ability to do six based on all the other things going on in my life. And so as a new mom going back to work, I wasn't at the same level of work performance, but I was at the same level of work integrity. Mm. I did the most with the time that I had, but there was time that I just couldn't be working because I needed to be with my family. And so the question is, are you willing to sacrifice your job performance? Are you willing to say, and this is for anybody who, even if you're in a relationship or you're a caregiver, a caregiver in any type of way, are you willing to say, I'm going to put this job thing in this box and I'm going to put the people I love in this bigger box because it's what matters more. And that's what love requires. Are you willing to sacrifice your philanthropy? I know that sounds weird, um, but sometimes I think about um, when life changes, sometimes you're not able to give enough time that you did before. And so you have to shift from giving time to maybe giving money. So instead of volunteering with an organization that you could when you had more time, maybe now you're donating money to that organization because you need to be using your time differently because of what love requires in this particular stage. Now, all of these things that I'm saying, they're all good things. Like being a great performer at your job is a good Mm -hmm. thing. Having alone time because you need time to recharge, that's a good thing. Um, Having the confidence in knowing that you know what you're saying and and what you're saying is accurate, that's a good thing. Being philanthropic, volunteering your time, those are good things, but that's the thing about sacrifice. Sacrifice is not about giving up things that don't matter to you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, Sacrifice is about reworking things um, in order to meet a greater goal, in order to meet a more deeper goal, in order to deepen a relationship with someone, be it romantic, be it platonic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, oops. So one of the things that I think about is that I am not like a sneaker girl. So honestly- You don't care about that. It's it's not really a thing for me. But Mm -hmm. what's funny is that this week, uh, my younger sister bought uh, my daughter four pairs of Chucks because she couldn't decide which one she wanted my daughter to wear for her (laughs) half birthday. (laughs) What? (laughs) And so I I joked to Sophia and I was like, why is my daughter flyer than me? And Sophia was like, you don't even wear sneakers like that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I am not (laughs) a sneaker girl, but I will get some sneakers just to match Marley just because I feel like it's cute, right? OMG. So if... So I'm a sandals and heels type of girl. So if somebody mm-hmm. was like, Shakisha, in order to show your love for Marley, you must give up all your sneakers. I'm like, happily, no problem. What's Right. I'm good. But if someone said, in order to show your love for Marley, you must let her rip up your Jimmy Choo's. I'm like, um. What do- that was Logos. Did we- that was the word of God that just popped <gasps> out because it wanted to tell the definition of sacrifice. But Mm-mm. Jesus, go back in the Bible. (laughs) So you you have to think about, okay, what is sacrifice for Mm -hmm. me? What does self-sacrifice look like? And I don't mean self-sabotage. Right. There's a difference between sacrifice and sabotage. Sacrifice is making a choice to do something, to push a little bit further, to meet someone's love needs. Mm Mm-hmm sabotage is to completely abandon care for yourself and making sure you have enough in you to give out to others yeah and only you know what that line looks like Mm 
sometimes uh, what you're willing to give is not going to be enough for somebody. And you really need to have that conversation. There are some friendships that can continue because you can meet their needs, but then there's some friendships where they're needier. And like in a particular stage of life, you can't meet that need. But Mm -hmm. if you're not attempting to do what love requires in this moment, and that godly love that God has given us as an, and as, as an example is self-sacrifice, then you're not willing to do the work it takes to I mean, it's also like, let their love need. Did you think Jesus sacrificed himself easily? Right. That is, I was just about to go into that. My man's wasn't like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I have nothing else to do today. So <laughs> let me go on this cross. Like, My man's no. was praying. My man's was praying. Ask, please ask let this cup pass pray with him. and they fell asleep my man was still praying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, God, is this the cup is this the cup you don't so you don't want this cup to pass no okay can you can you like shift it to the left we still here okay we still here so like, we don't want the half full cup we want the okay okay place an order on the cup that i would like please but he i mean he knew that's what he would have to do for us. So I think that is one of the most important examples of love. And, you know, I love what Keisha said, not that you have to kill yourself for somebody else, but it's that level of service. It's that, it's that, um, awareness that it's not about you. It's about them. Like Mm -hmm. that's how you show love for your friends. Mm -hmm. Where is the focus? And I mean, ultimately for those of us as Christians, we actually don't have a choice here. Mm, Nope because this is what God commanded us to love one another. And then he gave us the example of what it means to love. So the question is this week, when you're thinking about those you say you love, are you willing to do what love requires? Mm. That's the question for each of us to answer. And so that's the thing that I'm thinking about in this stage of my life. Am I doing what love requires am i willing to do what love requires and that can and sometimes what love requires feels like a, a easy river flowing like mm-hmm. one of those lazy rivers right yep. it just feels easy and it feels right sometimes it what sucks. Love requires feels like whitewater rafting <clears throat> mm-hmm. and you got to navigate and you got to be careful and you have to make choices and you have to have faith that the things that you're doing are going to um, turn into um, what God has promised for you. So hmm. sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's easy. But the question is, is whether it's hard or whether it's easy, are you willing to do what love requires? Yep. Amen. Amen. So we got, we got a charge for this week, y'all. You got to think about what it is, who, who it is that you love (laughs) and start there. (laughs) Who who are you thinking about in this moment? And then are you doing it? And if you're not doing it, start. And what can you do to change? And and like, don't, don't let this moment beat you up because I know that one of the things that is, is like an unfortunate thing that we do to ourselves is we will beat ourselves up with guilt. I haven't been doing that. You know what? Guilt is a useless, wasteful emotion. And I Mm -hmm. believe it comes straight from the devil, honestly and truly, because God doesn't give us guilt. God gives us repentance. And so if you see that you are not loving the way that love requires, 
If you feel like your close friends don't feel like you're loving them the way that love requires, if you feel like your partner doesn't feel like you're loving him or her the way that love requires, figure out what it means to shift to what love requires and just intend to do that and ask God for the strength to help you carry that through. Amen. And I mean, yeah, you have to, I I think a a huge part of it is like he just said, you have to ask them, ask the person, Mm -hmm. what is it that I could be doing better? Or what is it that I could be doing to really make you feel like I love you? Mm -hmm. Um, I think those are very crucial conversations that we don't have enough. And we oftentimes think it's hard, right? They're hard conversations. They're not easy. But a part of having that conversation is I'm going to sacrifice my feelings. And I'm going to sacrifice feeling like I'm being perfect to like really hear you out. I'm also going to sacrifice my pride. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we don't want to hear people tell us what we can be doing better because our ego tells us that we are doing the best we can. I'm doing fine. That's doing, (laughs) honestly, uh, you know, one of the hard truths I've had to come to realize as an adult is doing the best I can may not be enough for somebody else. Mm. (laughs) Yes. And and then sometimes I have to ask myself, am I really doing the best I can? Mm. Yeah. Am I really? Like, am I really? (laughs) Like Keisha, like you say, you're doing the best you can, but like you, you sometimes still be wasting time. So like, are you really doing the best you can? Bow jangling, but <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes when I'm working out, I'm like, I, I don't have any more to give. And then I'd be thinking in my head, like, I you got one more push up. I got a little more to give. But it just, it hurts. <laughs> I mean, because you want to get to a certain space. So like I am doing the work so that I can be in a certain place physically do the work so you can be in a certain place relationally and emotionally Mm -hmm. and I think one thing we don't think about with sacrifices in the bible sacrifices were killing something in order to be closer to God so I'm going to kill this animal I'm going to have it repent for my sins and I'm going to do this so I can be closer so the point of sacrificing yourself is to get closer to that person So Mm -hmm. it's not just I'm doing it just because I'm like, okay, God, I got to do this to make them happy. No, I'm doing it to get closer. And the more we sacrifice ourselves for other people, the closer we do really get to God. Yes. And the better we become as individuals. And one of the key things you just said is like there is there's things that are performative, Mm -hmm. which like a lot of times those sacrificing of the animals became performative for for people. Yeah. Like they would um, Cain and Abel right? Mm-hmm. Like one, like they both had sacrifices, but one was a reflection of the heart yep. and one performative. Yep. And so the self-sacrifice that you're making cannot be performative. Mm. It needs to be a true heart audit. And that's why the question is not like, you know, will you do what love requires, but it's, are you willing yeah. to do what love requires? It starts internally and then it will reflect externally. Mm, it's that inward. What did I honestly say? It's that inward. Oh, oh my I know gosh. you're not asking me to remember. Oh my gosh. It's something okay. I listened to once. I know. Sorry. You. <laughs> I know you. So if you pay attention on social media, I'll put it on social media this week. <laughs> inward action for outward. Like you work on yourself inward. So, okay, never mind. So you, you'll I'm get a, it. You'll I'm get it. put it on social media. 
<laughs> on his social media. <laughs> so that this was a really good episode. And I hope that everybody can take away something about um, themselves and how they love. And are they willing to give what other people need to them in order so we can all go closer to God together? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Love it. Amen. So let's go to the Father in our power prayer of the week. Father God, we thank you. We love you, Lord. You are just showing us so many things about ourselves through your word, Lord. Lord, the word says that these scriptures, your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And God, it has been cutting us lately because it has been showing us who we are to you and who we are to other people, Lord. Lord, help show me me help yes. show me me through what you have told me i need to be doing through how you have laid out your strategy your battle plan your blueprint god lord help this word to permeate in us in our soul so that we can change to be better for you god Lord, we know that our place in other people's lives and relationship are really to show them you. Lord, help us continue to be Jesus's with skin on, God, because for some people, we are the only word that they are going to read. And please make sure that we are actually holding up to your standards, God, in our movements, Lord, whether we're going into the office or whether we're virtual, allow us to be your word, allow us to be your truth, allow yes. us to be you. And people can see that through how we love, Lord. Lord, just like your word says, you are our friend, God, and that people will know you by how we love. And we just thank you for another opportunity to get it right, Lord. We thank you for another day um, that we are here today to make sure that we can turn a new page, Lord, if we need to, God. Lord, we do not take it for granted that we are here for a specific reason, Lord. And I pray for any friendship, any relationship that the love has dried up, God. Lord, I pray that this episode would spark that desire in somebody mm -hmm. to go to their friend or their partner and ask, what does love require? Lord, I thank you for the transformation that you will bring. I thank you for the work that people are going to do, God. And I praise you for the victory that at the end of the day, someone's friendship, someone's marriage, someone's relationship will be saved just by listening to this episode and asking these crucial questions. Yes. Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. You was praying, sis. Girl, somebody what? just got healed just now. I'm just saying. Set I, free. Send us the email. I want to know who who it was, who I was just talking to the Come Lord for. On. Yes. No, you went in. <laughs> I would like, please email us at Mary Martha Podcast. If that was about you and you actually did the work, I want to know because the Lord yes. just told me to say We want to hear because, no, we, listen, we want to know what God did for you because we know that that was deliverance right there. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you all for tuning in to, to an, an to, to, I'm gonna start again. Thank you all <laughs> for tuning in to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Uh, I owed Keisha $20 last week from this. So remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, do, do what, what you, you can. can. You forgot to say Mark 14, eight, boo. Oh, my bad. Mark 14, 8. I'm not, I'm not going to make you give me another $20. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye, y'all. <laughs>